Seeing Women Differently, the Monday Morning Memo for April 7, 2014. When Ann Richards was governor of Texas, she said, Ginger Rogers did everything Fred Astaire did. She just did it backwards and in high heels. Governor Richards was slightly militant in her feminism, as was common 20 years ago when she made her piercingly witty statement. But the once edgy voice of feminism has softened in recent years, as Americans have increasingly recognized the abilities of women. America's 110-year movement toward female empowerment is heading into its final phase. When you want to popularize an idea, romanticize it. The Twilight series of films was launched five and a half years ago. Twilight revolves around Bella, a high school girl who is average in every way, yet she's accepted, respected, and highly valued by immortals of astounding power and wealth. The Twilight films have grossed more than $3.3 billion, and it's not because we believe in vampires. It's because we believe in girls. In 2012, we were introduced to 16-year-old Katniss Everdeen in The Hunger Games, another successful franchise about an average girl who is called upon to save humanity. Her inner strength, tenacity, and fundamental goodness allow Katniss to survive everything that is thrown at her as she quietly wins the day. No fists flung skyward in triumph, no chin jutting forward in defiance, no happy end-zone dance. Divergent is the newest of these Joan of Arc films, in which an average young woman goes toe-to-toe against strong opponents and wins. The special ability of the divergent protagonist, Triss Pryor, is that she isn't limited to seeing the world in just one way, but is able to respond appropriately in ever-changing circumstances. In other words, Divergent celebrates an ability shared by every woman everywhere. I don't believe that Twilight, The Hunger Games, and Divergent are changing our perception of women. Movies like these are just mirrors that show us how much our perceptions have already changed. The quietly heroic woman is especially evident in jewelry stores. As recently as 10 years ago, approximately half of all men would choose the engagement ring alone. The other half would choose with their partner at their side. It was barely thinkable that a woman would shop for an engagement ring by herself and then bring her partner in to see it later. But this is a common practice today. Do you have any idea how this trend affects the language of engagement ring ads? Most women are gracious enough not to be angered by outdated ad speak, such as, Buy her the diamond she deserves. But is such a statement going to attract a woman to your store? A more elegant observation would be to say, When you love someone and they love you back, it just doesn't get any better than that. And a diamond is the symbol of that love. This statement treats both parties as equals and makes no assumptions regarding gender. But gender-neutral statements are difficult to craft in the English language since we have no gender-neutral pronouns to speak of someone that isn't me or you. We are forced to say, He walked across the road, or she walked across the road. We cannot say, it walked across the road. Such are the miseries of an ad writer. The first artificial sweetener was dressed in pink and called sweet and low. Adjectives that perfectly described the American woman of that day. 
1981, Sweetenlow was challenged by a new competitor. Equal quickly became the overwhelming choice of women. Men, not surprisingly, continued to favor sweet and low. Then, in 2003, a third sweetener was introduced in gender-neutral yellow, and everything has been Splenda ever since. Equal is no longer news, and sweet and low is out of fashion. The point of today's Monday Morning Memo is so vitally important that I'll say it plainly in case you missed it. A woman may or may not be sweet, but she will never again be low. Women are making their own decisions and spending their own money. To assume that you need to reach the man of the house is slightly insane, even if you're selling engagement rings. Roy H. Williams. Allison Lynn, a reporter for Today, NBC, and the Associated Press says that according to data gathered seven years ago, quote, 33.5% of married women were making more than their husbands, end quote. Within a few years, that number will likely approach 50%. We'll talk more about this in the rabbit hole. Meet me there, Indy Beagle. And advertising fails miserably when you don't have the right idea, the right strategy, the right campaign. David Biondo has been learning this lesson the hard way as he has attempted to build his wealth management practice, Signal Butte Financial Corp. So David, who co-hosts Money Morning Radio, recently retained Wizard of Ads partner Mike Slover, who is based in Carbondale, Illinois, to help him do it right. On this week's show, Mike drops in to explain to David and Dean how he and the other Wizard of Ads partners help small businesses grow tall and strong. Interesting stuff. Inside baseball at MondayMorningRadio.com.